Hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Here's What I'm Seeing, conversations from the front lines of life and leadership. My name is Adam Tarno, and I am back with the band today. We're all back in studio. Jeff and Cynthia, you guys are here with me. Welcome. Good awesome. to see you guys again. It's the reunion summer tour. Let's <laughs> it go. Is. It is. And now we're going to just, we're just going to nosedive this, because here's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, I want to quit. I want to stop. I want to, <laughs> I want to stop the podcast. <laughs> and, and this oh my is not gosh, like I... yes. Yeah, so, um, so I'm. You know, is, we're that, gonna... is that a bourbon over there? Can I pour myself? <laughs> I've, been, a I've glass? been drinking all day, and I've decided I'm done. You're with done it. with it. Okay, say more this about that. This is Adam. episode 22. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and I think back in episode 16, 17, I got done recording. I don't know which one it was, and uh, was like, man, I don't know. I'm starting to lose some steam on this, okay? So in some aspect, that's very common with people who start creative endeavors. How many blogs are out there that haven't been, mm-hmm. you know, people haven't contributed to them for the last two or three years because they started off thinking everybody cared what they had to say. <laughs> and then I realized nobody cares what you have to say. And um, and so that is, some of it is, this is very common with podcasts. You get started and then you stop. You get started, then you stop. I actually got a solicitation from somebody on LinkedIn where they saw the podcast and they congratulated me for making it to episode 25, <laughs> which I, we're not there. Oh my and God. So that's where I knew this person really had not. <laughs> that was me, by the way. Research. I was just trying so to if, encourage if you're listening, you. uh, I was not at episode 25. We were not there. Um, I didn't make it to episode 25. So I just started looking at life, business, all the things that are going on and started to go, something's got to give here. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the good news is there's lots of client work to do. There's lots of revenue generation. You've just do. celebrated a year anniversary That's of your exactly business. Right. Yeah, we recorded an, an episode right. you did as well, and we talked about that. So I'm looking for ways to manage some of that creative energy and what can go. And this was, this was on the chopping block of just going producing two episodes a month? Is it, is this providing return? Is it providing value? Is it fun? And so those were some of the things where I sent an email to you two and I go, I want to quit. <laughs> right. And then Jeff, we, then we had to have coffee and talk on the side. Yeah. And come back Jeff and was a good friend and he was just like, are you okay? Like, is, <laughs> yeah. is everything okay? And it was, a, it was the right conversation that we needed to have. And, and he talked me off the ledge a little bit. So but not uncommon. Lots of people are having lots of time to reflect coming out of a pandemic, thinking about their personal, their professional right. lives, all their priorities. So, I mean, let's unpack this a minute. Let's yeah. just tap the brake here a minute, yeah. Adam. Well, and I'm, might add that it's not a surprise, and I said this earlier, it's not a surprise based on where we started. And yes. can we just go back to go, that? Tell everybody the the exactly what happened on how we started yeah, how this How we podcast. started is we were here, Adam was doing me a favor, and we were recording something for some content. That's right. And he said, hey, I invited Jeff to come in, and he's thinking about doing some stuff like this. And so Jeff was here, and Jeff and I got reacquainted, and we sat at the table, and we started talking about things we might have in common, and we go, hey, let's hit record and see if, I don't know, let's yeah. see if this is fun. And so that is literally how this whole thing started. There was no plan. There was no purpose. Nope. There was nothing but fun. Yeah, like yep. sign Felt. It was right. a show about nothing. <laughs> it was. That's right. It was. And if you're still listening, congratulations. Thank you. You yeah. love Seinfeld. That's right. So it's not a surprise, I guess what I'm saying. That's right. And it was very reminiscent to what uh, maybe some uh, sixth graders will do what we did back in the day. You find a you find your dad's camcorder, or you found a tape recorder, and you're like, let's just record yeah, it's ourselves. Yeah, our version of a lemonade stand, basically. Right. That's right. <laughs> and so we did this, and this is how it started. And then. Um, then something crazy happened. People started downloading the episodes mm-hmm. and people started listening and we were like, oh, okay, let's, let's think about we this. We better and plan a little bit mm-hmm. and that's right. think about our topics. That's, that's right. And, um, and then 
it just it became it quickly then became for me personally it, it started to become a burden in the sense of okay well now on top of all the client service on top of trying to do my own writing on top of you know and, and with my business model so much of what I do I, I use the term coaching a lot or consulting a lot but uh, and there there are aspects of what I do where I am coaching and I am consulting but a lot of what I do is I'm writing talks, right? I'm writing um, classes to go teach places. That for me personally takes a tremendous amount of creative energy. The episodes were starting to feel like these other classes. And I'm like, well, I got to go write these other classes for for the organizations that are paying me to right. do it, right? I, I've got to get ready to go have something of value to share with a bunch of leaders that are going to be in a room together, or we're going to be on a Zoom call together. And that's where, again, so I, that was one of the major reasons I wanted to quit was just the managing of the creative energy. I was starting to feel a little spread out and starting to feel a little equally worthless in all of it. <laughs> uh, candidly, it was just like, well, spread I don't... Thin, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I felt like I had some loyalty for my clients, you know, because mm-hmm. they were the ones that were paying, where this was was a hobby. This was something we were doing on the side. Well, for, you really for the signaled fun. this uh, several weeks back when one of your blog posts was around just the clarity question yeah. and, and being challenged with clarity. And I think that's very relevant to what's what's happening now. Yeah. yeah. Well, and asking the question is, and this is, you know, to business owners, you know, how does that fit into the strategy into, because we really do only have so much time yep. and so much energy and we do have to focus it. And that's hard. Yeah. You know, I mean, hear people all the time say you can only do three things in a year. And, and I've heard it said, I wish I could remember who it was to give credit to, but, but it takes humility to actually live that out. Yeah. And to say, okay, I'm not going to do these things because I have to focus over here. Yeah. And so it feels like that's what you're saying. Yeah. And I think in the very beginning when we started this, um, maybe about eight or nine, 10 months ago, um, there was a little more time, right? And so in some ways when the client load increased and, and re- revenue started to come in, um, that's where some of that margin and that time started to go away. Right. And, so it was it was a good problem to have where at first we did see a strategy for this. Hey, let's put some content out there. It's a way of marketing for all of us and our and our different things. We all do some similar things, but also some different things. And we were trying to record episodes that would highlight, you know, Cynthia, here's some things that are passionate about me. It'd be great if I could share this episode with prospective clients. And Jeff, you had the exact same thing. And we were all thinking about that. Well, then it kind of worked, right? And then we yeah. got some clients and we got some work to do. And now it was like, oh, where where are we gonna where are we gonna do? You know, how, how are we going to be able to manage all of this? And then I think then when you coupled that with still, Cynthia, that we were playing around and we didn't really know what it was, that would probably be the second reason why I wanted to um, slow down or to quit with all of this. And so I, I listened to a podcast recently with a stand-up comedian on there was being interviewed, David Cross. You guys know him from Arrested Development and other things. And he was talking about when he first started his stand-up career, it took him a long time to find his voice. That, And I'll hear stand-up uh, comics talk about that. They'll just go, I, it took me a long time to figure out what, where is my voice? What am I doing? What is my deal? How am I different than others out there? on the scene. And I always identify with that. And, and I identify with that with this medium right now of just going at some time, er, there was a, what, what are we doing? Are we leadership? Are we personal reflection? Are we teaching content? Are we interviewing people? Uh, I just, I, I just didn't know what it was. And I started to feel this incongruence, which is alert, a word that I learned from you guys. I started to feel a little inauthentic with it. Mm. of just going, 
I don't know what episodes and what content are going to be the right episodes on here. And what, you know, who are the people we should be inviting on here? What are we doing? What, what right. is the voice here? And so I kind of just was going, all right, I'd rather slow down or stop and really try to clarify that uh, rather than just continue to just throw stuff out there. There was a part of that that just didn't didn't feel right to mm-hmm. just keep throwing things out there without the without the clarity. Yeah, and what a medium to, to experiment. It's not like you go into a, a, a classroom or a corporate training and it, you're there and it's kind of a one and done, or if you have a series of, of topics, you, you come back, but it's but it's contained within that experience. You know, this is this is a medium that can live on, right? Yes. And so the experimentation was fun and scary and weird at times, and we certainly had some interesting guests haven't we? Yes, we certainly have. We have had some interesting guests and it's been, uh, it's been fun with all that. Yeah. It's similar to the way they, a, um, uh, an author would talk about a book. You know, yeah, I was you, just thinking that same yeah. thing for you is that, especially as a writer, you're trying to find your voice yep. and, and that totally resonates with me and makes sense as to maybe why this didn't feel, does it feel like your voice Yes, that you're trying to put out there? Yeah, yeah. It, it really, there, yes, there, it, that, that word incongruence mm-hmm. and that lack of clarity and connection connection was was something that I was really struggling with. And so now again, then you put it with, and I don't have a lot of time for it. Right. And, yeah. I, you know, and you just start now looking logically, but that, that was some of the insecurity or um, just the, the tension that I was feeling um, on the inside. Yeah. So how has this experience grown you professionally? Well, um, that's a really good question, Jeff. I think the idea of trying to figure out what is valuable to people, um, especially when we launched this during the pandemic when a lot of people were launching things out there. And so what what is going to be helpful information for people just trying to think through that? Just because it sounds cool to me doesn't mean it's going to be helpful to the market. I think as <laughs> right. all of us as teachers, we all have teaching as an aspect of what we do. Um, I've certainly had talks that I've thrown together or emails that I've written or blogs or whatever, and I just throw it together and I'm like, this is, this is terrible, but I'm just publishing because it's better than not publishing. So I'm going to, and that, those are like the best ones. Yeah. You know, it's the yeah. one yep. that you instinctual type. Yeah. And it's response. the one that yeah. you put all this effort into and you're like, I bet this is going to blow everybody's mind that gets like no feedback. Right. Right? People are like, oh, that was okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, so I think I learned again about, about that, having the discipline, to record and, and publish things yeah. on a cadence. Yes. I think that was good. Um, and, and the importance of clarity, I think, again, where I was realizing that if, I, if people will call me and ask me about podcasting and how they can get one started, and the advice I often give them is pick a singular audience and talk to them. Mm-hmm. And, right. And by the way, that was, that was do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> In some ways. So, yeah, you know, yeah. one of the things I, I think that's really remarkable about the journey so far is that, you know, you could have chosen to just come on and be your own voice and your own author of content, but you you wanted to collaborate with friends and you wanted to collaborate with emerging thought leaders. And, and uh, so why did you take that route? Why, why not just Come on the mic yourself. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it, that's a great segue to my third reason why okay, I wanted to quit There's always here. a three-point uh, yeah. sermon here. So managing creative energy, kind of not knowing the voice was another reason. And then the third one, and I've said this to you before, and you kind of laughed at me uh, in a good way, not, not, not in a shameful way, but I do not have the gift of gab. Okay. I don't have the gift of gab. I, Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. I'm positive. I get very nervous uh, when I don't know what I'm supposed to say, 
and I feel like, all right, now I got to say something. So I don't, I don't wake up every day with a bunch of things to say. I feel like I've got six to 12 great ideas a year, like creative learning, teaching ideas a year. And so this cadence of twice a month mm-hmm. requires ah. a tremendous, it, it, I think it requires maybe a skill set that um, I, it would be easier for me just to interview people than it would be for me to try to put out 24 right. uh, new thought ideas every year. And so ah. content's a long game. Yeah, right? yeah. So like, almost like your stand-up. You, yep. know, you kind of get some stand-up courage and skill going. That's right. And let's, you know, the stand-up comedians, let's be honest with them. They create like 60 minutes worth of content and they'll spend a year right. saying mm-hmm. that same 60 minutes, right? Right. Uh, podcast, you don't get to do that. It's like, if I, if I just said the same thing every month, nobody, this would not be helpful for anybody. And so the, um, that, that ability, I think that was another thing that I learned is that those who are in the game for a long time, that is a burden. Mm, that is what we yes. used to talk about in the church world, the relentless return of Sunday, right? <laughs> it just, it shows yeah. up, it shows up every week. Yeah. And so these yeah. guys have to have stuff every yeah. week. And so, you know, working with my clients now, I can put together a message on change leadership and I can, you know, share that with one client that goes in the database and then I can share it with another one. Or if I'm asked to speak at this conference, I can go share it over there. You can use, you can have six or seven messages that you're using all year, you know, just to all these different audiences. Podcast is different. It's Mm -hmm. out there. And, um, and so that, that was another reason that I was feeling this burden and just mm-hmm. going, all right, Jeff, I'm quitting. I'm quitting. We're not doing this anymore. <laughs> Hold on now. <laughs> Hold Let's on just there. Touch it. Hold on. a little bit. Well, yeah. and I'm just thinking too, I'm thinking about small lessons for small businesses is that there there are seasons when you're starting things that you do throw a lot of things against the wall mm-hmm. and you try a lot of things. And I think it takes courage to put yourself out there. And and I was just thinking, you know, to to be willing to put this on the chopping block and yeah. say, I'm willing to quit, even if it doesn't make sense to other people, that's an important skill. And I feel like as I'm watching you, I'm like, that's awesome that mm-hmm. you're willing to say, or at least entertain, I'm putting this on the chopping block to at least look at and yeah. evaluate, is this the right thing? Yeah. And so I feel like from a small business standpoint or whatever it is that you're doing in life as a business owner or business worker, that, that that's a good lesson and to have the courage to step out there and do those things that A, are public and and B, may not may not go the way you think they're going to go. Yeah, I like that connection. I think that's really good. I hadn't connected those dots uh, before, but uh, but I am running a small business, right? Thousand and as, percent. as a small business owner, that's what I'm doing is I'm just trying to sit there and right. we all threw a bunch of stuff against the wall um, over the last year. Um, you know, every business was pivoting and getting dizzy and just trying to figure out what they're going to do or so many businesses were doing that. And so, yeah, this is some of that journey. Absolutely. I'm sure there's somebody listening right now that is just going, oh yeah, been there, done that, right? Like oh, yeah. I, I've done this before. I've had a similar situation like this before. And this is, this is just ours right now. Yeah. But it, you know, I've enjoyed seeing some of the grassroots aspect of this as well. And friends and friends and friends have been forwarding. I mean, we've, there's, there's some listeners now. I mean, there there's, are, there's yeah. 350 people out there that are going, <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> hold, Adam, up. hold on. Yeah, hold yeah, it. What am I going to listen to when I'm on the Katie trail? You know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, 
there's a lot of podcasts out there. I don't know. But all right, so let's move. Let's so that's some of the why I right. wanted to quit. And we've been making some jokes about this, so we're not going to quit. All right. So that, okay, that, okay. let's go ahead and just say that. Uh, so Jeff came up with a great metaphor. Jeff, one of your favorite commercials for what was it? Oh uh, yeah, it was Motel Six. Remember yeah. the commercial with Tom Bodet several yes. years ago where he captures was the moment. Was he in a TV show? I think he might be in prison now. No, I, really? I don't know where he is. But but <laughs> how did this... he how did he become famous? Was... I have I have no idea. Okay. But I do know the commercial. Was he on like I feel like he was uh, Carol Burnett like that he oh. was on that. I don't know if he was. Uh, you mean no, like I an actor know. or something? Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember him being. He's I don't not mean. famous just from the commercials, though, right? There might be something else there, but I, it might be. Because on those commercials, he said his name like, hey, this is Tom Bodet, and I'm <laughs> leaving the light on for you. And it's like, well, it's like if I did it. Well, you just like, gave away the punchline. Well, I know. I'm sorry. Oh, because yeah. he captured the moment <laughs> in this warm hometown invitation when he says, we'll leave the light on for you. Yep. And it meant bye for now, but we'll see you soon. Yep. What do you What do you think about that strategy? I like that. Yeah. So Jeff, you know, I send the email to Jeff and Cynthia, and I go, "I'm done." And uh, <laughs> we're Jeff, like tears yeah. over and here. Jeff calls up and is like, "Are you okay?" And they said, "Let me let me offer you an alternative. What if we just did this? What if we just just said so long for now, right?" And you referenced uh, our friend Tom Bodet. And Tom, if you're listening, we're so sorry we don't know your career and yeah, uh, we don't all know your bio. Th- I'm sure you I'm sure you did something amazing before those commercials, and we just don't know. It, but um, and said, how about we just leave the light on? What if what if you just released yourself of the pressure, feeling like you had to put out two episodes a month? And I was like, okay, yeah. that's interesting. You're like, I can live with that, maybe. Yeah, yeah. or and try it on. That's exactly. Right. I'll right. try that on. Why? Why? I why can't not? come up with a reason why not to. Right? We've right. already got the channel out there. We've already got the graphic out there. We've already got some people who have subscribed. So, what if this truly was when there was inspiration yes. and there was something? not obligation, and you really felt like this is something that's going to be valuable, put an episode out then. That's and right. And I said, I, I think I kind of like that. I like that too. Yeah. Well, I like it too, because what you're doing is you're just saying, hey, I'm releasing myself of the expectation of having to do something that doesn't fit kind of in the scope of my plan, but I don't want to totally let it go. Yeah. So getting away from the all or nothing thinking, which is classic for most people, including myself. Yes. And so, and just saying, Hey, I'm, I want, I still want to be able to do this when it works. And as it sees, as we see fit, yep. you know, or whatever, when yeah. it's beneficial. Besides, so, we weren't going to let you Yoko own this thing and break up the freaking band. <laughs> no, Come on. I actually think it's so fun. I love it. I know. And so I'm sad about that, but I support you a thousand percent. Well, I appreciate that. I really do. And yeah, I mean, I'll be coming up with all kinds of things. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> Email tomorrow. The I've September got yeah, I've got right. like a series of information. The September to remember. I've that's got a couple right. topics I'm that's already thinking right. about. That's so good. But yeah, I mean, and I've thought around, um, I've thought about some possible rebranding, like if we were going to rename it to Ooh. try to to try to bring in some Ooh, clarity. Let's, let's, let's bandy that about. Yeah, there's oh. some, I, you know, if there was a voice that I think maybe I'm starting to get passionate about is just this idea of of emerging leaders, young leaders in an organization in the first five to 10 years of their career. I I'm, I'm find myself writing on that, thinking about that a lot. I've got some clients that have, uh, or that are hiring me to come in and do some new manager and new leader training. And I like it a lot. I mean, the book that I've talked about on here multiple times with David Morrison that he and I are writing is really all about that, how to show that you're engaged, how to to show that it's not just talent alone now that's the competitive advantage for an employee. It's talent plus engagement, showing that you're all in. So there could be something there where there's a little bit more of a rename that that just tries to get to that audience Mm -hmm. that does make it a little bit more narrow. One of the other podcasts that I've been a part of uh, before 
before I started this one was uh, was called Watermark's Church Leadership Podcast. That's where I the very first one I ever did and started learning how to how to do this with John McGee. We always called it Watermark's Church Leadership Podcast. It was a church leadership podcast. So clear, mm, right, on right. who we were talking to. And we tried to bring that into everything. And I was amazed at how many emails we got from business leaders who were listening to a church leadership podcast, but yet they were finding principles that were helpful for them. And I think and that's... And I'm one of them. Uh, right. It's, it's and I th- excellent. I think that's yeah. the beauty of a narrow audience is sometimes if you're talking to a specific audience, you allow the listener the opportunity to learn their own lessons and apply their own lessons to, to life. You know, And I think right. that's what business leaders were doing. They were like, oh, this is for church leaders. But, oh, you know what? I can use that. And then they feel like they found this little guru on the side or this little secret you know, right, right. Uh, at times. And so I think there might be something there in finding our voice and finding what this is, this is for that n- I have a fear of narrowing because I feel like it's going to be limiting, mm. but maybe in narrowing, there's right. a freedom. Yes. That, yeah, that I like it. I mean, emerging more. leaders can apply in many, many walks of life. Um, what about this? What about here's what I'm smelling a cooking show. <laughs> And we focus on... Jeff, that's awesome. Because you know I'm really into Italian cooking. You are. I've been trying to be a Renaissance man. You are cracking me yeah. up. Oh, what about that? Man. Here's what I'm smelling. Here's what I'm smelling. I thought you were going in another direction. Yeah, yeah. Just I had no that. idea that was I'm coming. I'm trying to be a little loopy today. Yeah. Keep it light. So, yeah. So those are some things. I like that. So I think, I think that's the plan, right? That we leave the light on. There Great. might be some rebranding. And when we're ready, we'll record something. And still, for you guys, when you have something, just tell me. Okay. Yeah. I like playing the host role. Yeah. That's okay. easier. That's easy for me. So if you're like, hey, I've, I just met with, uh, met with a leader. I've got these five bullet points. This is going to be helpful for anybody. Can All we right. come in? Yes. Come okay. on in. Awesome. And let's do it. So uh, to the thousands and thousands who are, who are listening right now, <laughs> yes. we do want to say thanks for being a part of this early part of the journey. Hopefully, yeah. the story is not over, and you can just say, I remember listening to this podcast back when. It was fledgling. They had no clue what and they we were doing. And we want to hear from you. If you got ideas or suggestions on how to keep this thing going, come on. That's right. What yeah. do you want to hear? What do you want to hear? Send us some emails. So maybe this will be like just season one of Seinfeld. Remember? I mean, it was like, it was oh, okay. By the way, it was the worst. It. They had not even bonded. It. Have yeah. you gone back and watched those? No, it's I like, won't who, watch them. I'm they like, were, who are those people? Yeah, they were unbearable. Yeah. yeah. It took like several seasons before they really clicked. Yeah. So. I feel like I'm just getting my sea legs now and then you're going to keep the light on. I was going to say, I feel like we're clicking. Now, I, yeah, it's, after I think 22 it, episodes. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's all it took. That's all it took. So, awesome. all right, guys, any other final thoughts? Well, I just want to say thanks for hosting it. And yeah. It's been super fun, and I've enjoyed being with y'all and enjoyed, you know, talking to different people about the content and those kinds of things, too. So. It's been a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. All right. Appreciate you. So, here's what we're smelling. We're smelling this. <laughs> right. That's what it is. So, thanks, you guys, so much. Fun to be back in the studio with you guys today. Awesome. Bye bye. Well, there you have it, guys. I wanted to quit, but we're not. We're not going to quit. We're just going to leave the light on. And by the way, when we were done recording, we did look up, and Tom Bodette was an author and a radio personality on NPR. I know probably most of you, when we were talking about that, you were like, he was on NPR. That's what it is. And you were screaming at your iPhone or uh, at your radio or whatever. We're sorry. We just we just didn't know, and we had to look it up. So anyway, there's some little trivia for you guys. So those of you that have been tracking along with us, again, thank you so much. It's been our honor and our joy to try to provide content that's helpful for you on your leadership journey. 
So what can you do to keep up to date with any new episodes that might drop at this new schedule that isn't a schedule? Well, if you're subscribed, you don't have to do anything. Just stay subscribed. And then when a new episode drops or if a new episode drops, it'll just show up right there wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and do that. Just just smash that subscribe button. I wanted to say that because that's what all the YouTube people say. But anyway, hit that subscribe button. And uh, wherever it is, if it's Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, it'll just show up. That's the best way to keep in touch. So all these episodes have been mixed and edited by that amazing team over at Sound of a Rose. You can learn more about them at soundofarose.com. That's all we got for today. So long for now.